The internet is becoming the town square for the global village of tomorrow, so says Bill Gates. Welcome to Brian About Town Weekend Edition, sponsored by Blue Harbor Bank, where banking is local in states, while more is Ornardo County. Blue Harbor Bank, think local, bank local. And I'm so excited today to have Dusty Ball with me from Yadtail Telcom. Thank you, sir. Glad to be here. It's good to have you here, and it's good to have you as a partner with uh, WAME. Hey, listen, we love it. We uh Let's just say we we enjoy uh, interacting with you guys. Well, it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. So why don't we start with the basics? Uh, what is Yadtel Telcom? Uh, Yadtel basically Yadtel is uh, Yadkin Valley Telephone, a membership cooperative in uh, Yadkin, Iredale, and Northern Davie. And we 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 have tentacles out into a few other areas, uh, a little bit in the Wilkes and uh, I think Rowan and maybe Alexander. But we provide. Uh, telephone service, internet service, uh, security, security, uh, yeah, security systems. We, uh, yeah, for homes, and then we also do uh, uh, telephone service for folks in our fiber optic areas. So we've got uh, we got several things going on with Yadtel, and then we have a our what we call our uh, our CLEC operation, our competitive operation, where we move into places that already have established services, like in the Yadkinville area and Moxville area. And then we compete against whoever is the incumbent there. And then, of course, some of the big guys come in and follow us in. So there might be three or four folks competing for business in, in a particular area like that. Okay, so of your services, which one are you exclusive in an area? Are you? Uh, well, in some areas, there still isn't uh, any competition because folks just haven't branched out there yet. So in the cooperative area, maybe the, the real extreme uh, uh, regions uh, right the fringe areas of our, our service area we may not have any competition there but most most of the places that we are uh, providing services now we have competition okay so you would compete against a provider like spectrum in some exactly, areas exactly yeah, like yeah. And, and CenturyLink and Yadkinville and Moxville they're the incumbent and then we were in yeah you know, shortly uh, well let's see it's probably been goodness gracious I'm going to say probably 12 or so years ago, we, we moved into those areas, or maybe 15, and then Spectrum or Time Warner then, and then they became Spectrum. So your, your first business, obviously, you started with telephone. That was your first. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and 62, then, 63 years ago, a long time ago. And then the next uh, step was the Internet, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was, and uh, dial-up, obviously, and then, uh, and then uh, analog cable. And then just a few years ago, uh, security. It was funny you say dial-up. Uh, we had somebody here brought in an, a prop. It was kind of a, a joke. They brought in a rotary dial phone. There's no way that works anymore, is there? Not very many places, no. no, no, no. <laughs> now, let me, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you a good one about, uh, you were talking about the Internet and the rotary dial phone and things like that. But uh, several years ago, I was in some uh, training with folks from Citizens Telephone in Floyd, Virginia. Wow. And uh, a lady, an elderly lady, had bought internet service through them and was having a problem with uh, with her internet so she called and was talking to one of the customer service reps and they uh they told her you know you should uh, take your mouse and, and do this or do that and uh and she didn't know what they were talking about they found out that she was using the mouse as a foot pedal like a sewing machine <laughs> and which i thought was one of the better stories i'd ever heard about oh, so that, she but, was matching the yeah she with thought the foot. faster she pumped it the, the faster the internet oh just kind of so, pumping it up oh yeah 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 so uh uh, that just when you were talking about uh, the rotary phone, for some reason, it made me think of that elderly lady and, and that service. So. Well, you know, go back and explain to folks what what's different about a cooperative versus a for-profit company in this. Well, right? a cooperative is owned by the membership. Uh, if you if you're a, a customer of the Yadkin Valley Telephone Membership Corporation, mm-hmm. then you're you're an owner. Mm-hmm. 
when you uh, you you sign up uh, with service uh, for service with us. There's a ten dollar membership fee, and you become an owner. Mm-hmm. And uh, the so the cooperative exists because sixty two, sixty three years ago, the big companies they couldn't necessarily afford to roll services out to everybody in the rural areas. Mm-hmm. And so the, the cooperatives came into uh, existence just for that reason. People buy into it, and then we're able to take the money and reach you know, northern Iredell County or the you know, Coolamie and, and Davie County or uh, you know, places in Yadkin County that other folks you know, 60 years ago would, weren't able to reach because they just didn't have the money to go after those folks. Right. And then the, the telecom division is our for-profit division, and the telecom division, we uh, – under that umbrella, you know, we have, of course, internet service and, and our cable TV service. Uh, we have three TV stations. We have, uh, let's see, goodness gracious, we have uh, security is through our, our telecom mm-hmm. division. And then uh, we also uh, offer, uh, we have our North Valley Media Division that does corporate videos. We've right. quite a few for the town of Statesville, as yes. matter, or, or for the Statesville Chamber of Commerce, as a matter of fact. So uh, the cooperative is the mothership, and the rest of us just kind of, operate uh, as she, she gives us money to do so. So, again, in Iredell County, the folks in the northern part of Iredell County can uh, get some of your services. They can, yeah. yeah. So Harmony, uh, Union Grove, uh, Love Valley, uh, and a few areas around those, yeah. Okay. okay. We were also, I know we you, we didn't want to get too much into the weeds in this, but, you know, a big thing has uh, come up lately about net neutrality. And uh, you said that the best thing to do there, you, you on your website, you have a uh, yep, and in our Facebook page in particular, we have our statement on that. We we actually had one of the local TV stations to call us about that, and our regulatory guy drew up a, a great document uh, explaining our position on net neutrality. And uh, you know, there's you hear all kinds of things about that, and I don't want to, and I'm certainly not the expert on it. So I would refer folks to uh, to you know to our Facebook page, you know, or take a look. And if you have any questions, and of course, folks give us a call. We'd be happy to find somebody that can. Uh, Give them the answers. So how does, I mean, you have the ability to give people uh, medium, fast, and faster? We do. We service. Do. Yeah, we do. And, and uh, we have we have three speeds that we offer right now. Now, we are probably, by the third quarter of 2018, we're going to have much faster speeds than we have right now. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, we offer, offer three tiers. And, uh, and our service is kind of unique in that it's linear. If you, if you get... 100 meg with us and then it's also your upload speed you know it's upload and download will be 100 meg mm-hmm. so it's linear which is it's a little different than what most folks offer they might offer 100 over four or 100 over five or something like that so if uh especially if you're a gamer if you're into graphic arts or something like that it's perfect for that kind of operation so and i know you we're we're recording this on a friday and we you are broadcasting our finally friday show yep. so explain to folks if they want to see us how do they go about doing that well it's kind of neat uh we have this uh this young guy who's kind of a genius in those kinds of things a guy named hayden bogus and uh hayden has uh has worked with uh josh josh here, here. <laughs> and uh and so when you guys do your finally friday uh you know josh i guess makes everything active on this end uh stream it to us and and we run it uh, over our local channel channel seven and if anybody in this neck of the woods wants to watch they don't have to be able they don't have to be in our service area they can uh, if they have a roku and we're going to expand that some hopefully in 2018 but right now if they have a roku and uh, they can just go search for yadtail and uh, channel six and channel seven should pop up 
just download that app and you can watch Finally Friday yeah. live and in color. And that's YTV? Y, YVTV7. YVTV7, yep. okay. Yep. So let's, let's talk a little bit about you. Um, you. Did you get into the media business right after college? Or? I, I did. I uh, spent eight years in radio at uh, WIFM in Elkin mm-hmm. and uh, did lots and lots of ball games. Of course, did an air shift like everybody in small market does. Right. You do an air shift, you do sales. And then Leon Reese asked me to do uh, basketball, football, and baseball, mm-hmm. and uh, did that for about eight years. Good. And uh, uh, enjoyed it, made lots of good friends. Folks I see today that uh, I met when I was in radio and still good friends to this day. You know, I think the thing I admire the most in radio is uh, the ability to uh, call a game, you know, to mm-hmm. be the commentator, especially yep. the play-by-play. Yeah. And uh, which sport did you like doing the best? Baseball. Uh, basketball, you have to stay right on top of it. And uh, and, and I liked basketball. Uh, football, you know, when I graduated high school, I was six one and might have weighed 125. So I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't a football player, let's, right. let's say that. But I uh, played basketball and, uh, and, and baseball. But baseball, there's a, there's a lot more downtime. So you can actually interject a little personality into right. it and, and laugh and cut up mm-hmm. and, and, and have some fun with it. And uh, and we did, you know, we did of course high school ball games, but then we did some kids games too, and those those were a lot of fun. Those I bet were, so the those kid were friend. a lot of fun. You know, I, we had a kid that you know pitched a no hitter but lost it because he uh, walked like eighteen or something. Oh, you know, wow. so th- you see stuff like that. And it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, I enjoyed it, uh, but it's it's kind of hard on you when you when you have a family to be. Uh, I'd, I'd be out till midnight. Uh, doing a ball game and have to be back at seven o'clock the next morning to do sports at seven twenty, or or have to be in there at six o'clock on Saturday morning to sign on right. after doing a ball game on Friday night. So it it was it was kind of hard you know, when you have a family to do that kind of thing. But it was it was fun. Yeah, you know, it was. Now you you did both color. Did you do color and play by play? Or? I did. Uh, I did play by play. Uh, I, I did color for one year. I think it helped uh, helped Charlie Walker. Charlie was a great guy and uh, it, it coached in the uh, Yadkin County uh, school system. And then after that, I did play-by-play, and uh, it had different guys doing doing the color commentary. Just whoever, you know, you know uh, Eddie Campbell, who was a former coach at East Wilkes, and uh, Craig Purdue, who now does uh, uh, he's a referee up in the, the our neck of the woods up there. So just different guys doing the color commentary. You know, I'm, I'm a Duke guy, but whenever whenever Duke plays. Um, <laughs> NC State. I actually like listening to Gary Hahn. I don't know if you've ever heard Gary. Gary's Hahn. good. Gary's Gary. Good. Paint- Wally Osley was really good. Wally Osley was good. Yeah. But Gary, even though I know he's state, he still I think gives both teams a fair shake. Now yep. there's some yep. are real homers. Oh yeah, like Bob yep. Harris is it's a yep. homer. Yep. There's yep. no or and, and Woody um, Woody Durham was a big homer. Yeah, yeah. But but I liked listening to Woody. Woody was a lot of fun to listen yeah. to. But uh, yeah, he was he was a Carolina guy. Yeah, but. Uh, you're right. Gary's good. Wally, uh, Wally was good, and uh, and Gary Dornberg, that uh, that did the color commentary for years and years. When he was a teenager, he actually worked at WIFM in Elkin. Okay. His dad was an engineer at uh, Chatham Manufacturing, and then I think took a job somewhere in Raleigh. And Gary, of course, relocated with his family and uh, was there until he passed away, uh, probably about 20 years ago now. So who actually did you just uh, say in college? This is what I want to do, or did somebody inspire you? Who was your mentor? Uh, well, when I was in high school, they did a uh, a radiothon to raise money for the the local park, mm-hmm. and uh, and I spent a couple of hours 
you know, on the air, and folks kept telling me you should do that. You have a good voice, yeah. Well, thank you, and uh, and uh, and so I listened to them and did it for, like I said, for eight years, and uh, enjoyed it, and uh, but moved into some other areas and have enjoyed those a lot too. So, yeah, that's uh, you know, I, Billy's Billy Buck's uh, been in this all of his life, and I knew him in high school. We met in high school. He okay. was he's a couple years older than me. Yeah. And uh, I just started this two years ago because uh, there was an open here, and it's been the most fun. I mean, I, I've had more fun <laughs> yep. doing this. Yep. And, and listen, my favorite thing was trying to get people uh, to laugh while they were on the air and had to be serious about stuff. I so. know. Yeah, you have to loosen them up a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, Ralph Shaw, I don't know if you know Ralph or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ralph uh, came on the air to read news one day. He was our news guy. And, uh, and on occasion, Ralph would take to smoking a pipe uh-huh. and so he had his pipe and his lighter beside him and so i just walked up and set his copy on fire while he was reading news <laughs> he walked out of the studio and, and 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 he didn't turn his mic off and i could hear him beating on the counter trying to put his trying to put his copy out so he could finish reading so so antics uh in the radio of course here i you know we we do the facebook live and you can see us on your show so yeah. you kind of see what the antics are but yeah. when you can't see you don't know oh i know i know <laughs> and, that, I know. and that, that's what what makes it fun there oh exactly yeah um Let's go back to yeah, tell a little bit, especially on the internet. You know, one of the things is we are becoming, as I did uh, at the top of the show, I did the quote by Bill Gates, is becoming internet's become the town square for the the global village, because right now, it's amazing because we have listeners through our streaming. We have some in France, in England, New York, Chicago, yep. you know, and they'll they'll send in notes. I mean, it's made a little station like this, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, everywhere. Well, I I was headed out the door. Uh, it's been probably five or six months ago, and, and Hayden said, hey, come here a minute. So I went to his office, and he said, uh, there's somebody in Rochester, New York, watching our TV station right now, <laughs> and they've been watching for an hour and a half. And it was a bluegrass program. Oh, good. And, uh, and he said they've been watching for an hour and a half. So, yeah, you're right. It's opened up an entirely new world to everybody. So when somebody – now, the only way you know where they're from, if they're on the, on the Roku side or they have to be anybody that – how how will you know where they are? Well, Hayden can Hayden can look at the uh, the analytics. He can pull it up on his computer and tell where somebody where somebody's watching, how long they've been watching. It, and and we will we will pull uh, a report on occasion. We haven't done it in a while. That will tell us you know who's watching from where. We have some overseas, uh, obviously some folks probably in the military, right? That that are watching. But uh, but yeah, you can pull reports and tell uh, who's watching, where they've been watching, how long they watched. All those things. Yeah, because the guy that's in Brazil that watches us, he was from states. Well, and that's that's the way his connect. He wants yep. to find out what's going on locally. Yep. Yep. And a guy in Washington State. So that's how the service we provide there. Now, as far as uh, security, not not the security, home security. Uh, I know one of the challenges uh, for a company like you, especially with the internet, is keeping your internet secure. So, yes. we have a uh, a guy on staff, and that is his job. He is our security guy for our entire network. Uh, young guy, early 30s, already has his doctorate. This this guy is good. Right. And that's his job. And let me tell you, he takes it seriously. The, and, and, the, he, uh, and he protects not just Yadtail, but our customers too. Right. So that you, you can also purchase the security. You, in other words, now when you mean security, you mean like uh, alarm security or internet now security? That he does, he does the, for our network. Now, right. we also sell... Uh, alarm systems too yeah okay. residential alarm systems yeah because that that is a, a concern you know these days is is how how secure is your network how do you prevent yeah, yeah. prevent that and that's a big deal uh you might have seen not too long ago that uh someone who took payments for duke energy uh their system had been compromised and there were maybe three hundred thousand uh customers that uh 
their uh, personal information right might have been compromised right. and uh, and so you know, we have to be careful because we have a lot of customers and uh, and so we have somebody on staff that all he does is to make sure that our network is secure. You know, one of the things I was curious about, too, I was just thinking I was out running at lunchtime, did my little jog, and I was looking up at, I just happened to notice, I was looking up at the wires. I said, now, who owns the the infrastructure? I mean, you don't really own any wires out there. Or you're, you're riding off somebody else's. No, we uh, we have our own, you know, our own fiber optic cable, our own system yeah we, we put it all in now so, we, we might have to have it, we might uh we might have to link our service to somebody else somewhere else for a little while but it, basically in our area you know we have we have our own remote facilities or, or uh our central offices and then our uh, our fiber optic network goes out from there so it, it's basically ours so the, the wire is your but and now the, the pole let me tell you <laughs> but now you because you have to run the wire everywhere but now the pole is owned by uh, normally, it's owned by the uh, by uh, one of the uh, electrical companies, and and we can lease those for it's it's not very expensive, right? For so, for you know uh, x amount of dollars a year. So if there's a snowstorm or something, uh, you're kind of they're responsible for it, or do you? Have well, to most of ours is underground. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, most of ours is underground. It's so, yeah, so you don't have to worry about it unless you know a guy comes through with a tractor and doesn't pay attention. Then mm-hmm. You might have to worry about it. Every now and then that'll happen. But but yeah, most of our stuff's underground. Uh, uh, it, it may be in town where there's a lot of uh, asphalt. You might have a few overhead, but you know the bulk of ours is underground now. You know the other thing is you know I, I just think how much uh, your industry has changed. Uh, what do you think is your biggest challenge uh, facing the Adtail? right now what uh getting people educated uh you know somebody will call and complain that their their internet is too slow (laughs) and and they might have our our lowest speed right and we'll ask you how many devices do you have Mm -hmm. you know right now do you have active on on the internet service and by the time they finish listing them they're going to be 10 12 15 (laughs) and they're and they're paying for our our lowest speed Mm mm-hmm and we'll say, you know, if you'll just bump that up just to the next speed, you're going to see a, quite a noticeable difference. So uh, educating folks. Now, folks, I've got to give people credit, though. They're getting more educated, the younger folks in particular. But still, there are folks that will have, you know, they'll have our very lowest speed and post something on Facebook and complain because it's so slow. And then you'll look at their account and think, well, no wonder it's slow. You know, they've got or you talk to them and they've got, you know, 12, they've got four iPhones and a couple of iPads and they watch Netflix and they've got a <laughs> couple of laptops that are using Wi-Fi and they're, and they're paying for like 10 meg or something, well, you know. So. That's like Josh and I were having a discussion the other day. I think you've got the super duper. Uh, yeah, he, you've got like several devices at his house. So mm-hmm. he, he realizes that issue and he's so smart. And it's a good thing you have him working with uh, your guy because mm-hmm. he, he seems to know what he's yep, doing. Yeah, they, they speak the same language, I think. So. so I would think the challenge, too, with you guys uh, is trying to keep up with the next, you know, what's going to happen a year from now, two years from now, or three years from now yeah. in your yeah. industry. Yeah, and and fortunately, we have some really smart guys in our engineering group that are staying on top of those things. So we you try to stay ahead of the curve, you know, as best you can. But uh, you know, the the internet we know is uh, is going to eventually, uh, you know, cannibalize everything else. You know, one of these days, you know, landline telephone service will be obsolete. I think, and uh, I think was it last year, year before that uh, that finally uh, mobile phones past uh landline phones and as far as you know being the most populous in the country you know and uh 
So, you know, eventually it'll, it's, it'll be Internet and everything will be over the Internet. So know? your landline, the number of landlines you've got now or customers using landlines, is it going up or down? It's going down. Yeah, it's going down. Yeah. Mobile phone service going up. Internet service goes up and and uh, landline services are going down. So your telephone, uh, you're regulated by the who are you regulated by for your telephone? Uh, in the uh, in the cooperative area, the REA. REA. Mm-hmm, we sure are. And then in the uh, what we call our CLEC areas. Uh, the FCC. So the internet is regulated by the FCC or no? Uh, that service, uh, being the part of the telecom, I guess it would be. Yeah. 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 So you're subject to them, yep. just like yep. we are with the FCC yep. there. Yep. So yeah, we used to have some fun with those guys from radio. <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> well, uh, we had, you know, yeah, not, Billy, Billy says, I hope, you know, not, I hope none are listening right now. That's so. right. Well, none are listening right now. Uh, but you know, he says that. Uh, I think kind of the rule is. You can say kind of what you want, but once you get that phone call to the FCC, then you've got a big problem right there. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you get them to call in and coming down yeah. on you. Yeah, and we only got audited, I think, one time when I was in radio, which is kind of interesting. It did, yeah, because we uh, we always heard they could drop in any time, but I think they came by to see us once. Right. You know, I said, well, Billy, why don't we just turn up the wattage about 10,000? <laughs> But that's a big no-no. Let's see if anybody notices. Yeah, let's see if anybody notices. All of a sudden, somebody says, you know, I'm picking up WAME on my oven now. Should I be doing that? You know? (laughs) You know, when I was growing up as a kid, I don't know if you remember back uh, what I like to do right before I go to bed. Well, uh, I would get my little AM radio and then those big stations out in the Midwest, is it KO... Wo-wo or KMOX in St. Louis. Yeah, I'd hear, I could hear them. Listen to Jack Buck do baseball. I could hear, I hear the Cardinals. Baseball, yeah. Because they could turn up the, the wattage, I oh, guess. Yeah. Well, uh, actually, or, uh, Nightwave, you know, so many the, the, the station, the AM station we had in Elkin, we had to throttle it down two hours before uh, sundown to protect a station in Waterloo, Iowa, because uh, at night, you know, the signal just bounces around a lot more. I would I would listen to WLS at night in Chicago. I don't know if you ever did that or not. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But John Records Landecker was the guy that ran the night shift. You remember that guy? Yeah. And uh, and so uh, you know, and, and then of course we would sign off at, at sundown because of that very thing because our signal would be bouncing around everywhere. It's just an AM thing. And uh, but yeah, KMOX. Uh, trying to think of some of the others I would listen to, but. Uh, uh, but that, that used to be one of the things I enjoyed the most. And at, at 10 o'clock at night, the science fiction theater oh, would yeah. come on. I'd listen to that. I, so, love it. I, mean, I know we're showing our ages, but that was a lot of fun. Yeah, man. it was fun because, you know, you sit there and let your mind just wander. All you hear are the words coming out. But as I seem to remember this station, before it was WAME, uh, if I, I think they signed off when I was a small kid at, at sundown. Mm-hmm. Now, the other station, I think, stayed up or maybe broadcast till midnight yep, or so. Yep. So um, now tell me, and I, I, I apologize, I forgot to ask you, your title is? I'm the marketing manager for Yadtel. So you, you do all the sales, you have sales guys and all that kind of yep, thing. Yep, yeah. And um, uh, you have uh, children? I have two daughters. And they are married or? They are, and I've got uh Three grandsons and a granddaughter. Oh man, you're starting another <laughs> another generation. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Are they are they close by? Uh, not too far away. Uh, my wife and I live in a, a little bitty place in Surrey County. That's uh, we have a four way stop in a cemetery. That's you know that's about it. It's called <laughs> called Mountain Park. Yeah. And uh, and Jennifer, my our oldest, she's uh, she's probably 15 minutes away. And then Lindsay, our our youngest, is in Mount Airy. Uh, She's probably maybe 25 minutes away. So they're pretty close. Yeah, they're pretty close. And your wife, did you meet her in high school? Or? I've known her since I was a kid. But, yeah, oh, wow. we started dating in high school. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. that's, 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 a great, that's a great thing to have. So She, uh, she is uh, 
she's a wonderful human being to have put up with me for 37 years, let me tell you. So. <laughs> yeah, somebody had to describe your management style. How would they describe that, you think? Uh, to, well, I'm a middle kid, so I'm not too hard to get along with. I, I am kind of competitive, though, you know, mm-hmm. being a middle child. Uh, but uh, I, I try to uh, do my very best to see things from uh, the point of view of my folks and, uh, and, and try to empathize with them. But, uh, I, it, but I've been blessed. I've got a really good group. Mm-hmm. And they don't take. Uh, they don't. They don't need a lot of supervision. They're they're pretty bright folks. Well, that may answer my next question. What do you think uh, the best employees are? If you had to complete that sentence, the best employees are uh, trustworthy and self starters. Yeah, yeah. We've got folks that you know, they know what they're supposed to do, and I don't know, have to look over their shoulders. They know what they're going to be doing, and, uh, and they do a good job at it. And. and Proud of that group. We've got a got a great group. Well, we're, we're recording this right before Christmas, so I'm going to wish you a Merry Christmas, but it'll be broadcast after the first of the year. So, uh, Dusty, I want to thank you very much uh, for coming in and sharing some of your story with Dusty, us. Thank you. Thank and you. I want to thank you so much for uh, your uh, part, partnership with 92.9 and 550 WAME, and we look forward to growing this partnership. Hey, listen, we enjoy it. I watch you guys every Friday afternoon. That's right. Day, so. <laughs> That's right. We can see it. <laughs> so, and uh, tell me, now we're going to go out with a song you picked. Now, tell me the song you picked. Well, you know, years ago uh, on Austin City Limits on yeah. uh, UNC TV, right. I would uh, see a group called Asleep at the Wheel mm-hmm. and a uh, country swing group uh, based in Austin, as a matter of right. fact. And uh, Ray Benson was their, uh, their leader of the group and their lead singer. And uh, they did a song called Ain't Nobody Here But Us Chickens that I've always liked. It's great instrumentation. He's a great singer. Ray Benson's a great singer. And uh, great instrumentation. And, you know, it's just been one of my favorite songs. I've got got their live version of it. I'll throw it in and listen to it. But uh, I like Asleep at the Wheel. Anybody here but us chickens. Asleep at the Wheel. We're going to go out with this. So this has been brought about Town Weekend, sponsored by Blue Harbor Bank, where banking is local and states with more than Arundel County. Blue Harbor Bank, thank local, bank local. So long, everybody. One night, Farmer Brown was taking the air, locked up the barnyard with the greatest of care. Into the hen house, something stirred when he hollered, Who's there? This is what he heard. There ain't nobody here but us chicken. There ain't nobody here at all. So calm yourself. Stop that fuss. There ain't nobody here but us. We chickens try to sleep, and you butt in. And hobble, 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 hobble with your chin. There ain't nobody here but us chicken. There ain't nobody here at all. You stomping around, causing a fuss, and kicking up an awful dust. We chickens trying to sleep, and you butt in. And hobble, 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 hobble is a sin. Tomorrow is a busy day. We got things to do, we got eggs to lay. We got ground to dig and worms to scratch. It takes a lot of setting, getting chicks to hatch. There ain't nobody here but us chicken. There ain't nobody here at all. So quiet yourself. Stop that fuss. There ain't nobody here but us. And kindly point that gun the other way. And hobble, hobble, hobble off and hit the hay.
that grounded dig and worms to scratch. It takes a lot of setting, getting chicks to hatch. There ain't nobody here but us chickens. There ain't nobody here at all. So quiet yourselves. Stop that fuss. There ain't nobody here but us. And kindly point that gun the other way. And hobble, hobble, hobble off and hit the hay. Hey, boss man, what you say? It's easy picking. Ain't nobody here but us chickens. 